0: This is HPR episode 1809 entitled, My New Used Kindle Touch. It is hosted by John Culp and is about 11 minutes long. The summary is, I talk about why used stuff is often better than new stuff, with my new used Kindle Touch as an example.
1: This episode of HPR is brought to you by anhonesthost.com. Get 15% discount on all shared hosting with the offer code HPR15. That's HPR15.
2: Hey everybody, it's John Culp in Lafayette, Louisiana, and uh, I'm going to record an episode today about a new device that I just got, and it also got me to thinking about, in general terms, how I, I tend to buy used stuff rather than new stuff whenever I can. I find that um, not only can you save a lot of money, but oftentimes the stuff you get is actually better, at least better from a hacker's perspective. I mean, I, for technology, I will occasionally buy new things, but I, I am frequently buying computers at Goodwill. We have these awesome thrift stores over here. A thrift store is a place where people donate stuff and then the store turns around and sells at a really uh, cheap price. And our thrift stores are uh, very, very cheap here in Lafayette. Not quite as good as the ones in Austin, Texas, where when I was in graduate school there, those were truly phenomenal. But we have some pretty good ones here, and I've bought tons of old uh, computers there, like uh, computer tower-type computers, usually, from the, I don't know, 2004 to 2007 era, and I still use those as my servers. I have once found a Mac Mini, uh, like one of the old G4 Mac Minis there, for $5. The tower computers normally go for about $8. I bought uh, recently a an hp lcd 19 inch flat screen monitor for $9.99 and i brought it to work and now that's the monitor for my mac mini over there on my desk uh, i bought many routers um, printers I, I just recently for $3.99 bought an hp LaserJet. Uh, let me see if i can see that number 1012 it's a small laser printer and it had um, toner in the cartridge, and uh, it works great. I've, so that's in my office laser printer now. The printers that we have at home are both ones that I got at Goodwill for, uh, I think the the black and white one that we use the most, I got for maybe $1,199. It's an HP LaserJet 3200, combination fax, scan, and uh, printer. And I have an HP Color LaserJet 6022, I think it is. And I got that for $5. And then I had, of course, buy some new toner cartridges. Uh, but um, the, the stuff works great. I also uh, like um, used books. If I'm going to buy a physical book rather than an ebook, I almost always want to buy a used book because you can get it for so much cheaper and often uh, better quality as well. Uh, let's see, clothes. Uh, used clothes are almost always way cheaper than uh, new clothes. Um, and uh, for example, my shirt of choice is almost always a uh, a pullover polo kind of shirt that's got the two or three buttons up top and the short sleeves. And um, those are very easy to find in good condition, uh, practically new condition, at many many thrift stores, and usually for between like two and six dollars. And so I let somebody else pay that initial price of 40 or $60 for the shirt, and then I will buy it later after they've worn it a couple of times for just a couple of bucks. I don't see why I should have to pay all that money up front. So anyway, my latest used product that I really, really like and uh, that brings home the value of a used, uh, older kind of product is a Kindle Touch. This is uh, a device that I saw in a local pawn shop I want to say it might have been six months ago. I went to the pawn shop. I, I would stop into these places periodically just to kind of see what they got. And they had this Kindle Touch in there. They had the absolutely crazy asking price of $99 on it. And uh, as soon as I showed an interest in it, the uh, proprietor of the pawn shop said, oh, yeah, I'll, I'll sell you that for $50. And honestly, I, I thought that was still a little bit high. I mean, you can buy a brand new Kindle Paperwhite for 100 bucks. And so, for a device that was two or three years old, I didn't think it was uh, really worth $50. So, I I said, you know, thanks for showing it to me, and I'll, uh, I'll check back in. So, a couple months later, I went back. They still had that same Kindle Touch there. The guy offered me the same deal, and again, I said, no thanks. A couple more months, this has probably been six months now since the first time I saw it, and I stopped in there last week, and they still had the thing. And by this time, the battery was totally out. I mean, I had to stick it into a charger for a few minutes just to prove that it would uh, still work. And I finally just offered them, I I said, I know this thing has been in your shop for a really long time now. Any chance you will sell this to me for $30? And uh, it was still marked at $100. And I think everyone knew that was a crazy price. But I guess they've got to start somewhere. So I offered $30, and the lady behind the counter said, tell you what, uh, I'll give it to you for $40, including all the taxes and everything. And I said, done. Handed over two $20 bills and walked out with a new Kindle Touch. And um, I'm really happy with it. It's, um, in, in many ways, it's better than the Kindle Paperwhite. At first, it had some problems, like it wouldn't read the eBooks that I put on there, and the experimental web browser didn't seem to work right, like it wouldn't accept a URL that I typed into it, and there was one more problem, I I don't remember exactly what the problem is, but then I had the bright idea to update the firmware, thinking that uh, maybe the person who had this before was one of those really not tech-savvy people who never do any kind of updates. And so, I ran the little firmware update program on the Kindle, and when I rebooted it, everything worked. It's one of the rare times in my life where a firmware or software upgrade actually fixed all of the outstanding problems, instead of uh, either leaving the problems there or introducing new problems. So... Um, anyway, I, I really like this uh, Kindle Paperwhite, and I, I thought that I would take advantage of one of its features that is not present anymore in the newer versions of the Kindle to, um, to have a fun little conversation with it. This actually has text-to-speech capabilities. It's got a little speaker, and uh, it also has a headphone jack. And um, I recorded a conversation with the thing. Actually, uh, what I had to do to make this work was uh, record its part uh, using the text-to-speech, I made an ebook of its script, loaded the ebook onto the Kindle, and then um, ran the Kindle output into my mixer, and then recorded it on my computer. And I will—I have a series of play buttons to play you its responses to my questions here. So, uh, let's see. Let, let's talk to my Kindle Paperwhite a little bit. So, uh, sorry, not Kindle Paperwhite, Kindle Touch. I'm insulting it by calling it the Kindle Paperwhite. So, Kindle Touch. Tell me some ways
0: in which you're better than the newfangled Kindle Paperwhite. Well, for one thing, I have some audio capabilities. I can do text-to-speech, and I can even play MP3 files while you're reading a book. The newer Kindle Paperwhite cannot do either of these things because it does not have a speaker or a headphone jack. Nice. What else? I also have twice the storage capacity as your Kindle Paperwhite, I have 3G connectivity, I don't have advertisements like your Paperwhite, and I am also much more hackable. Hackable? Ooh, I like the sound of that. I like to hack stuff. What do you mean by this? What I mean is that my older firmware allows you to install and select your own fonts. For example, you install the open dyslexic font, and now you can turn every book you read into a dyslexic-friendly book on the fly. Does your Kindle Paperwhite allow this? No, no, it doesn't do that. I didn't think so.
2: So, uh, is there any way in which you don't quite
0: measure up to the Kindle Paperwhite? The only way I come up short against the Kindle Paperwhite is that I do not have a built-in backlight. You'll have to shine a light on me to be able to read a book in dark conditions. Yeah, that's, uh, that's
2: unfortunate. The, the, one of the great features of the Kindle Paperwhite is the built-in backlight that allows you to read in the dark. But um, that's not a deal-breaker. Are there any other reasons why it's better to have purchased you than to have bought a new Kindle
0: Paperwhite? Sure. You got me for 40 bucks instead of the $100 you paid for your new Kindle Paperwhite, which doesn't even have 3G and it has ads every time you turn the screen off. Yeah, i got to agree with you there. I did pay a lot of money for the Kindle,
2: and I even bought the one that was discounted because it's subsidized by ads and um i I gotta hand it to you it's it's nice to see when i turn you off i don't see an advertisement i just see a nice image there so anyway thanks for talking to me Uh, that was uh really fun i hope you guys have enjoyed my little intro to the kindle touch and talking about used stuff versus new stuff and uh, i will be back with you some other time bye